I'm Eric, and today I watched NXT TakeOver Philadelphia and the Royal Rumble 2018. Spoilers, ahoy, if you haven't seen either of these shows, I recommend you watch them knowing as little about what's going to happen as possible. So shut off this podcast, pull up the WWE Network, and watch the hell out of these shows. Because this weekend is by far the highest quality pay-per-view weekend from WWE that I've seen. And I don't even know how it can ever be topped. Hopefully it can be. Hopefully it is. WrestleMania has potential to be great. But yeah, you got to go watch these shows. I'll talk about the couple of matches that I didn't like so much, but they were still pretty entertaining. Like, even the two matches that I'd recommend maybe tuning out for a little bit, they're still really good matches. Well, yeah, yeah, there's good story there anyway, and there's some interesting parts to those matches. So anyway, I'll get to all of that some point i think i did talk about the match on nxt in this recording that i'm going to insert in just a moment uh, i i got back to the hotel thought about the night a little bit and uh put my initial thoughts on tape so listen up hey everybody this is part one of rumble weekend last night i was in the wells fargo center for NXT TakeOver Philadelphia, and it was so much fun. And this this TakeOver is, is freaking awesome. Awesome. Every match uh, had something about it that was uh, new, different. One match was kind of weird, but uh, let's, let's start at the top. We had... Velveteen Dream versus Cassius Ono. During the pre-show, they had an interview when um, Velveteen accepted the award for best rivalry. Um, <clears throat> he uh, promised that he would take down uh, Cassius Ono, the knockout artist, within 30 seconds. And the crowd... <laughs> As soon as the bell rang, started counting, and that was like the best opening to a match that I've ever seen. It was so exciting, and he almost filled his promise. Well, he did knock him down. I'd say that that mostly counts, because um, the ref he didn't start counting. He didn't start uh, counting the knockout, which he probably could have. But uh, anyway, this match, from the from the moment the show started to the end, there were some there were some goofy parts. Um, moves didn't seem to quite happen like they were meant to. But uh, overall, man, Velveteen Dream is magical. I keep posting that everywhere. <laughs> um, then up next we had. Oh, I'm trying to remember what we had. No, that wasn't the first match of the night, but it it was more a little bit more memorable, I, I thought. But uh, we had the tag team match. <clears throat> uh, Authors of Pain versus the champions, Fish and O'Reilly. Oh, this match was so good, and it was really funny, too. Uh, I don't know if it, it translated to being very funny, um, and the TV version, I I bet it I bet it did. It seemed like well that was the intent of a lot of it, but it was also very very violent. It was like the most violent and funny match I'd seen until later in the night. <clears throat> but yeah, this was excellent. Authors of Pain are getting so good, 
And um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw them on uh, SmackDown or Raw in the very near future, uh, especially with Paul Elring um, at their backs. Um, we also had the women's championship match. This was the kind of weird, goofy match for me. Um, it maybe would have been better with commentary, uh, but there's long stretches, the longest arm bar ever, that the crowd was just, it was just silence. We're just like, what's going on? Why is this taking so long? Um, and it, yeah, it was kind of awkward, kind of awkward, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that Ember Moon won and that she's the, the very ending was kind of exciting. Um, she could have done that a lot sooner and it would have been just as surprising for Shayna, I think. Um, and then of course, Shayna did the Samoa Joe afterwards. She got, she got the. Goldberg entrance and then the Samoa Joe ending with just uh, choking someone out at the end of the match after the match. Um, yeah, I guess we'll see where, where things are going from there. Um, I would be a little bit disappointed if we got a rematch. Um, Shayna versus Ember Moon again at the next takeover. Hopefully we get somebody else in there um or if we or if they have the rematch on nxt tv somehow somehow regal allows it then uh and then she wins it from her then i guess that would be all right but uh her arm is very messed up from that match that she did that the same kind of thing that she did to dakota kai's arm smash it into the ground, kept focusing on it, did all kinds of uh, joint manipulation stuff that looked very, very uncomfortable, even painful. And then, okay, so, yeah, the match was okay. Uh, Aleister Black versus Adam Cole was freaking ridiculous. Oh, man. Uh, the whole arena was, was way into it. Um the freaking chairs that were put together seats seats together but then adam cole is like hmm what if i do this flips them around backs together and of course he's the one who who takes that to his back oh my god like i i don't know how he's not paralyzed now that's I don't I don't know how you could make that not hurt. That uh, had to hurt at least I don't know. It <laughs> made me cringe. Hear the whole arena gasp when it happened. Oh man. Um <laughs> and we had the we want tables chance earlier on <clears throat> that uh then Adam Cole goes and, and gets a table and sets it up. And I don't, I think maybe he wasn't even meant to get that table because there ended up being two of them there that uh, he probably just took advantage of the moment and said, you know what? I'm going to set up one of the tables right now. And uh, yeah, that was pretty great. Um, every yeah, the, the this whole my favorite match this year so far. Maybe my favorite match over anything from last year too, of all time perhaps. No, that's a little bit of hyperbole. Um, but it, it's possible. It was it was so freaking good. Uh, we had the run-ins from uh, Fish and O'Reilly, and then Sanity came to counter them. Oh. It's excellent. It's excellent. Um, and uh, Alistair Black, as as he's about to be hit by a chair, he breaks out the black mass and finishes it. 
And uh, Alistair Black's victorious. Great, great match. There's some other moments from that that were were awesome. Um, well, there's lots of blood. Um, Adam Cole's hands or near his hand. So it, 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 he got he got injured. A laceration, blood all over the place. And uh, so on TV, I understand that there's a lot of um, replays of the uh, ladder um, tossing him into, uh, onto the ladder, <laughs> which looks super painful too. Oh my God. And then the way he lands, like slides down, rolls down on his head. And then <laughs> that was hilarious. But um, <clears throat> yeah, they showed that replay a ton while the... Um, uh, the medics uh, went over and patched him up real quick. Um, so that's that's what was going on there and uh, why his hand wasn't as bloody afterwards that they got that taken care of. Um, oh yeah, there's oh, that double stomp through the announcer's table is awesome. Um, there's the, the kendo stick when they both had the kendo sticks for a second. That actually didn't end up getting hits. Oh yeah, he did get hit with him. That's right. With the the springboard moonsaults struck out of the air. Oh, that was amazing. That was the only time that the candlestick was actually used. That's that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, their use of all of the different um, elements for the extreme rules aspect of it. Oh yeah, by the way, the an extreme NXT vertical and then extreme off of the X. Uh, well, good job, good job, good job, graphics guys, and uh, also, boo, boo. That's no good, but also great. Okay, um, that brings us to the main events: Johnny Gargano versus Andrade San Almas. I thought Almas's entrance was very awesome. With the, uh, uh, he had the. The Lucha Mariachi band, and, and he comes out. He has his mask on. I was I was so excited. Um, I was kind of hoping that he would he would keep it on, but it's it's great that he he took it off. Also, um, uh, I've been theorizing. I've been kind of hoping the long shot theory that he takes over two hundred five live with uh, Zelina Vega as the GM and see him come out in that Lucha mask was like, ah, that, uh, it was like, it's really happening between that and the, all of the Lucha wrestlers, um, banding together this last week on 205 live. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just setting myself up for disappointment. I'm sure on Tuesday. Um, yeah, this match was also really good. It was, I'd say, as um, intense as it could possibly be to 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 come close to matching the uh, Alistair Black versus Adam Cole without all of the extra stuff, without all the the chairs and trash cans and everything. Um, and I was very excited. Because I wore my Candice LeRae t-shirt. That's, uh, we got some interaction there. We had Zelina Vega playing Dirty Tricks. Got that, uh, was that Hurricane Rana on Johnny Gargano while the ref's back was turned. And then she was trying to go for it again. Get some more offense in. But Candice LeRae jumped over the barricade and just... (laughs) (laughs) and <laughs> takes her out and chases her out of the uh <clears throat> out of the arena they're hanging out backstage for a little while and then they came back after the end of the match but uh yeah a little bit disappointing that Johnny lost but it was hard fought a hard fought victory for Almas um, even though he did kind of cheat a little bit, 
but you know immediately after that cheating uh gargano kicked out so say so it didn't really have a full effect that uh if she hadn't done that that he probably could have still finished the job later on um but uh yeah i'm excited to see what happens next oh right right what did happen next uh we had johnny gogano and candace there on the the ramp and from my vantage point you could see the people emerging from the darkness before they um appear actually on tv uh, at the entrance so i see this bald-headed uh, uh, guy with a crutch <laughs> fade into view and um, come up behind Johnny and and wallop on him with that with that crutch. <sighs> I'm excited to see what happens next. Um. Yeah, I. By the time I got back to the hotel, I was so I was so so tired. I'm still super tired. I'm probably gonna go back to sleep for a little bit. But uh, there was also three matches filmed for um, NXT this week. Um, I don't want to spoil what happens in those, but they were very fun to watch. Um, we. Uh, yeah, I'll say what what the matches were because they were announced. We had Lacey Evans versus Nikki Cross. Um, Nikki, so so awesome to see in person. Oh my gosh, she's great. I really hope she's in the Rumble today because she is awesome. Um, we had tag team match: the return of TM Six One. Uh, they fought the Ely brothers. Okay, all these these three matches is kind of obvious who who won, but uh, I still won't say who. They, you you can guess who won. Um, it was awesome to see TM six one in action, and I can't wait to see the, watch this match again on um, on television later this week. Um, and then the last match was a number one contenders match for the United Kingdom Championship. Well, this one, um, yeah, it could go either way between these two guys, Tyler Bate and Roderick Strong. This this match is great too. Like, yeah, I don't even have have words for it. It it was nearly as good as Dunn versus Bate, like any of their matches. Uh, Roderick Strong uh, hung right right up there um, with w- working together with Tyler. Uh, there's great moments throughout. Uh, he kind of countered some stuff that we usually see succeed from Tyler, and that was really cool. And uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil it. Uh, just go go watch it. Um, later this week. Uh, so yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome night. Um, and I'm, I, I might just watch the whole thing over again with all the commentary and everything. Cause all of it was so, it was just that good. I also want to watch the, the pre-show cause I, they showed the awards segments and then they came out at the end, uh, into the actual arena to to give Asuka her award, so that was awesome. And uh, I I want to watch the rest of the pre-show though because we didn't see any of the um, stuff at the announcements. I had a great view of their the desk that they were doing the pre-show at, um, and I saw that Samoa Joe was there like the whole time. And there's all kinds of other people that came out and doing that, but I have no idea what they're saying because I was like, you know, 50 yards away or something. Not that far. Uh, yeah, about that far. 
Um, so yeah, of course I couldn't hear them. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was kind of interesting that they, they filmed the pre-show, um, ahead of time. So the pre-show is not, is not aired live. <clears throat> they recorded it starting at about, um, six o'clock, six fifteen, And then, uh, while that was airing on the network, that's when they filmed those shows for next week's NXT. So I thought the timing and all of that and the planning for that uh, was kind of, kind of cool, kind of interesting how they do that. Um, <clears throat> so that that's it. Yeah. My initial thoughts on NXT TakeOver, Takeover Philadelphia... Uh, later today, I'm going to head back over to the arena for the Royal Rumble, and I am super excited for that. Um, yeah, I have no idea how, who from last night we're going to see in either of the Royal Rumbles, what kind of, uh, how things are going to conclude or continue from all the different storylines. Uh, I, I can't wait. It's going to be great. Um, all right, so that's it for now. Thanks for listening. I'm sure there's all kinds of stuff that I forgot to talk about, and I'll have more to mention possibly on next week's episode after I've uh, rewatched the broadcast version of the show. Uh, this is my first time seeing NXT live. Uh, my seat was a little bit far away, but I was like the front row of the like second level so I, I didn't have any viewing obstructions even when uh actually i didn't i didn't even stand up the entire time because i didn't have to i actually was like right in front of uh the next set of steps so even if people were standing up they were just to the to the left of uh, my view so it, it worked out really well but yeah, it was it was so awesome. I wish I could see NXT more often. They have yet to uh take a tour that brings them to Colorado. So I think at least for now, I'm going to have to look into the possibility of going out to Florida or to wherever they have their NXT on the road events or wherever they wherever they call them. NXT, they're NXT live, but they call it something else also when they're not in the uh the southeast all right so i this was a really long weekend as far as trying to get sleep or not getting any sleep at all as i worked overnight on friday then a couple hours after getting off work i head to the airport uh flew and sleep on an airplane is is not actual sleep at all uh, I think most can't agree on that. And then uh, basically went straight to the, to the hotel, checked in, and then straight to the to the arena. Stood in line for a while. I probably could have rested at the hotel a little bit, but I, I didn't really want to be way, way back at the end of the line and then possibly miss some of the pre-show stuff. So any, anyway, I, I did stay up kind of late after I got back to the hotel after the show. Uh, and then pretty much slept most of the the next morning into the afternoon because I had been up for something like, uh, how long? Like 32 hours, if you don't count the sleep on the airplane. So th this was the first time I've been to Philadelphia. I've been very close to Philadelphia before. Um, but I did, I did not see anything other than the hotel, the airport and the arena and the Wawa down the street from the hotel. Um, but you know, I find with that, I was barely there like 44 hours. Actually, it was a lot less than that. It was more like 40 hours, maybe, maybe. And Luckily, most of those hours that I was awake were at these amazing, amazing shows. So let's talk about the Royal Rumble 2018 
I had my expectations set to Roman Reigns. Like, that was my... I was okay with that. I was accepting that if Roman Reigns won every single match somehow, that I'd be fine with it. It was still going to be fun uh, because I was going to be there. And it, the, 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 the whole show just blew me out of the water. I The, the pre-show matches, I well, okay. Bobby Roode versus Mojo Rawley. The, the United States Championship Open Challenge. I, I, I was expecting. I don't know who I was expecting. Maybe Dolph Ziggler or something. Um, and then Mojo Rawley came out. I was like, uh, okay, okay. I wasn't that invested in the match, but uh, luckily it wasn't the very first match. The very first match was a six-man cruiserweight tag team match between Kalisto, Gramatelli, Clinte Dorado. They fought. Uh, was it TJP, Jack Gallagher, and Drew Gulak? That was so much fun. They they did a freaking triple moonsault off of the same ring post at the same time to the outside. Holy crap. That match. Okay, if you skip the pre-show, go back and watch this. It happens very soon in um, in the pre-show, I think. Maybe like 15 minutes into it. Maybe even 10. I didn't realize that they were already filming it. I thought the times, I had the times mixed up in my head. So I'm glad that I didn't hang out in the concourse of the, the arena for longer than I did. Because I was just kind of, uh, I'm not going to go in quite yet because we just got let in. There's probably not a lot going on. So the seats I had, uh, well, the seat, I only had one seat for this show. It was eighth row and it was right by where they did the pre-show, which is also also right next to the entrance. So it was just about the perfect, other than I couldn't see the numbers that were like inside of the entryway. Um, it was the perfect, one of the most perfect spots that you could ask for, for the Royal Rumble. You're getting like 80 entrances throughout the entire show. It was Fantastic, and I I know uh, getting video of live shows, not enjoying it. I only got video of very brief moments and mainly the entrances. And even then, I wasn't. I caught myself looking, like staring at my screen as I was recording um, for some of them, but then uh, for the most part, I just got it framed up, and then. Just held the camera there just below my eye level so that I could watch it for myself. Um, I think that's the way to do it. Don't hold your camera up above your head, out way out in front of you, up in front of your head, like you're uh, some human jib. You know, just yeah, keep it out of the way of everybody around you, I think. And I, I feel like I did a pretty good job uh, of that, of not disturbing um, people. Well, actually... The few seats right behind me in the row directly behind me were empty. Somehow, how were there empty seats in the, for this amazing show? Those might have been some of the only empty seats. That, uh, the, there, I, there were a bunch of empty seats. But, you know, things happen. People buy the tickets or people have season tickets for stuff. And they don't end up getting people to buy them because they set their prices way too high. And uh, the resale market just isn't having it necessarily. Anyway, the other match that we had on the pre-show was the Revival versus the club. The The Revival won, got a little bit of payback from their loss on Raw 25 when uh, the club took them out. But, I mean, they, they kind of had backup rounds. It was a little bit intimidating. And they also had their leader, Finn Balor. But uh, Balor was not out there for this. And so uh, Dash and Dawson were able to put away their opponents. Um, so, yeah, I like that. I want to watch these three matches on and the whole pre-show. Because I could see the the desk and see all the guests lined up to, to who is about to be on and all that. But I could not hear what they're saying at all. And uh, they're getting animated, really animated and stuff. 
Uh, you can tell there's some arguments going on, and I, I'm looking forward to actu- actually watching and seeing what they're they're saying. One of the really fun things uh, about watching the pre-show and seeing all of them like the whole time was uh, Alundra Blaze was just off screen waiting to come on, and uh, Renee turned around a couple of times to to look at her, and she'd smile and and wink, and I th- I thought that was really cool. Uh, we also had Charlotte ab- about to go on, but then they throw to the, the match that was about to happen instead. So we were all disappointed that she then walked back out um, uh, into the darkness until after the match. And then she came out to be on the, the panel there. Um, okay, so let's talk about the actual show and there's so much that happened. Uh, there are tons of little details and little moments, maybe some stuff that didn't even make it onto television that I enjoyed throughout the night. Uh, my standout moment for me, other than some excellent, excellent surprises, uh, Asuka's entrance in the Women's Royal Rumble match was so cool. Uh, it was a quick version of her entrance, and she had her mask, and then she does this quick turn. And you can see it on the TV version because I did watch it back uh, specifically to see how it turned out on there. She, like, ducks her head to make the mask fall off as she's spinning around. And I just laughed because I thought it was so badass. And seeing it in on television, it was it was really cool. It it worked really well. Um, you can see the mask start to come off as she's uh, just about 180 degrees away from the camera. But yeah, I really like that. It was like a quick change magic type of moment. Okay, the first match of the actual show is AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, this this was a whole lot of fun. Uh, Kevin's antics, especially at the beginning, they kept tagging out, switching places, and uh, AJ tries to cut uh, cut Kevin off from being able to get to Sammy, and he just rolls out of the ring and runs around the outside and slides in real quick and tag. That that was really funny. Uh, there are some amazing counters. Incredible moves in this match. There's like a monkey flip into a Hurricane Rana or a head scissors takedown, whatever you call it. That was awesome. Um, I was at kind of exactly the angle that the uh, watching on TV, the back left ring post was in line with the, the, the diagonal ring post from there. So any moves that happened along that plane uh, were, were kind of tough to see what was going on, especially in the Universal Championship match when they had set up tables in those two corners. And uh, some people in my section were like, move the table, the, viewing's, the viewing view is obstructed, I need my money back, and stuff like that. Anyway, I, I was really happy that AJ Styles won. I know he pinned the non-legal man. That's going to be part of the story moving forward. Um, I did not see this in the state. In It wasn't this obvious. I didn't even catch it in the arena. But the, the, the cut at the end of him being upset, Kevin and Sammy being upset with Shane, with the scream... Oh, that's amazing. I saw a clip of it afterwards. And, uh, yeah, you can get a more perfect live television moment than that. Um, But, yeah, uh, AJ pinned Kevin, but Kevin hadn't actually been tagged in. But I could see why the ref would have overlooked that because they were very close to tagging. And Kevin was behaving as if he had been tagged in. Now, that could be part of his strategy. And if so, that's... I don't know if that's a smart strategy or not, because they ended up losing the match. But maybe he was hoping that the ref 
did know that he wasn't the legal man, and then Sammy would have been able to take advantage of AJ going for a pin that was not being counted. Um, but yeah, this feud continues, I suppose, or at least the 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 roughness, not roughness, the friction between Shane and Sammy and Kevin. So I, I'm excited to see what happens next. Um, but as far as WrestleMania goes, well, we'll talk about the Royal Rumble in just a minute. Uh, after AJ Styles versus Kevin and Sammy, we had the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match, the Usos versus Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. It was a two out of three falls match, and... We were kind of getting a little bit frustrated uh, in my section. The people around me was like, this is taking a really long time. Usually, we'll have seen a pinfall by now, but these guys keep kicking out at two as if there is, it isn't. As if it's just a regular match, uh, a single fall match. And, uh, yeah, it, looking at the, the list of matches here, the match was only 13 minutes and 55 seconds. It felt quite a bit longer than that. It, this match felt longer than the previous one, even though it was two minutes shorter. And I think it's because of that anticipation of being a two out of three falls that, you know, I'll give it to him. It's not often that we see two falls win the match. Almost always it goes to three. They tie it up. And then from that point on, it may as well just be a single fall match. It has that same kind of suspense. Whereas if it, if it comes one, two, no third fall, that you're not really expecting that. And it has a little bit, uh, it has a different kind of momentum. And I'm sure that they're going to be pretty upset about that. Uh, but I think it's time. It's about time that we get some of these other tag teams in that championship picture. Get the Bludgeon Brothers going after them. The Bludgeon Brothers versus the Authors of Pain at WrestleMania, perhaps. That could be pretty cool. Uh, that's just a big, hard-hitting match. Kind of a little bit different from these main roster pay-per-views we've been having uh pay-per-view tag matches that we've been having mostly uh smaller not necessarily small but more uh agile speedy crafty matches and not just these hard-hitting things we've only been really been getting that in braun Strowman matches up next we had the men's royal rumble match and it was awesome it just kept building, building. It has it, it just this great ebb and flow of uh, comedy, excitement, action. Uh, we start with Finn Balor and Rusev in the ring. The two, I, I think they're arguably the two most popular guys on either main roster show. And we get the, oh my God, the Rusev Day chants. One of the times that my voice started to give out was because of Rusev Day chants. And that was just on the pre-show. Okay, you're thinking, I, he wasn't on the pre-show. What are you talking about? Um, I think they may have showed him, like, run over to the uh, from the stage. And he was uh, playing it up to the, the pre-show desk there. Uh, I'd love to see that, if that actually made it in. But uh, he and The Miz or start in the ring and they film the ending of the Colonel rumble to determine the new KFC Colonel. And it's the fa face down between the two of them. But then duh, 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 duh. there's another entrance. It is Rick flair looking fly in his fried chicken outfit. That was incredible. It, you saw the commercial later on in the nights. 
the Miz and Rusev go after each other, and uh, one of them is trying to get the other over the top rope, and Ric Flair just walks over and just topples them both over, wins the Rumble. We have the new Colonel Ric Flair. That was so, so cool. I was not expecting at all to see Ric Flair in person. That was amazing. And then he was on the pre-show uh, at the, the, the panel table there uh, a little bit later on as well. Uh, okay, anyway, the, the Royal Rumble match. Back to that. Uh, it, yeah, it just kept getting better and better and better. The, the Heath Slater thing was so funny. Uh, you know, Baron Corbin eliminated, just decks him on the entry ramp. And he's just trying to recover for a while and everybody who comes in after that uh lays into him a little bit uh starting with elias as he's as he's playing walking down the ramp he just gives him a quick kick to the face i I assume to the face i couldn't actually see i could just see elias doing the action and stop playing as he did it oh so funny um and then finally sheamus playing a kind of a good guy move uh, picks Heath Slater up and throws him into the ring. Finally, he makes it into the ring and he gets up. And as soon as Sheamus gets in, eliminated by Heath Slater, the crowd went crazy. It was so good. And then, of course, Heath Slater is eliminated right after that. Um, but yeah, that was a, a, a great, great moment. Uh, lots of he got kids chance. That was a lot of fun. Um, oh, I, that, I, I didn't realize until afterward, uh, Seamus walked off. He didn't go up the ramp. He went off to the side, um, towards the section I was sitting in. That would have been a great time to yell happy birthday to him. But I, I totally didn't even think of that. And I just kind of awkwardly like waved at him as everybody was like cheering and stuff. Um, anyhow, these surprise entrants. Uh, the first surprise was Andrade Cien Almas. That I was not expecting him to be in it, and it was it was pretty great. He was eventually he he was in there for almost thirty minutes, which on top of his like thirty two minutes match uh, the previous night, I think he had the longest time of uh anybody for the whole weekends uh doing stuff uh maybe beaten out no not even beaten out by sasha banks she had a total time of 54 minutes and 46 seconds and finn balor 57 minutes and 38 seconds i think almost broke the hour mark um for the weekend uh so yeah uh he was awesome he eventually got eliminated by Randy Orton after an RKO out of nowhere. He springboarded off of the ropes like three quarters across the ring practically right into an RKO. Um, I was I was kind of hoping he would win. It seemed a possibility, uh, but uh, he was eliminated. But I'm okay with it because it was an awesome randy orton moment uh another great thing that i was really happy to see i'm so happy to see this anytime i go to a live event so far is gold dust in his scoop power slam he pulled one off and i was very happy with that even if that was the only thing that happened the entire night that i liked it would have made that no (laughs) that's that's not true this was a this is kind of a pricey trip but uh, that it was still great. Uh, the next surprise was uh, the hurricane. That was pretty fun and unexpected. He was eliminated very, very quickly, very quickly. Not as quickly as Seamus, but uh, he was out before the next entrant came in. Uh, the, uh, that was number twenty-one. Going back to number ten. We got the Ty Dillinger introduction. Everybody's excited, and then nobody comes out. You see backstage that Kevin and Sammy are beating him up, 
And Sammy's like, oh, I got this. I'll take his spot. So Sami Zayn stole Ty Dillinger's spot in this year's Royal Rumble. That that villain! What a jerk! But luckily, Nakamura eliminated Sami Zayn later on. By the way, at one point, there was something like 10, 11 people in the ring. I think that's the most that have been in there in a long time. And I I think part of that is because there weren't any big monster powerhouses to just clear everybody out. Uh, There's no Big Show. There's no Kane. There's no Braun Strowman. There's no Brock Lesnar. There's no Goldberg like we had last year. Uh, So that uh, kept people a little bit more safe. People were able to stay in there quite a bit longer. The next surprise... For a number of reasons, the top reason for me is how is he not paralyzed? Adam Cole, baby. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we get the shock system. Then the music starts. Uh, the crowd went crazy. I went crazy. It's so so cool to see him in there, and he did pretty well. He did pretty well. He hung in there for almost seven minutes. Um, I mean, he was a later entry. And I don't even mind that he got eliminated because he was eliminated by the next surprise entrant, Ray Mysterio. Oh, my God. That was amazing. I was hoping that he would be in this. I uh, predicted my crazy prediction of the weekend. Well, part most of it was about 205 Live. Well, I've been talking about this for weeks now. The Lucha takeover of 205 Live, beginning with Andrade Cien Almas and Selena Vega, uh, and also the possibility, the long shots, crazy possibility of the return of the living legend, Ray Mysterio. Ah, I can't. The That could have been the end of the night. Like, the, the night could have ended with this Rumble match, and I would have been absolutely content with everything that happened. Because uh, not even counting the actual winner of the match or anything that happened after this, let's see, Ray Mysterio in person. Ah, amazing. Amazing. I started watching wrestling, like, seriously. I probably had seen it at some point before this, but I started watching it in middle school. So this is, like, uh, 96, 97. And I watched mainly, almost entirely, WCW is that kind of kid thing of uh, Sega or Nintendo. It's the same thing, WCW or, or WWF. And if you meet somebody, you watch the other one, you're like, yeah, you, you suck. Um, so, yeah, I was, a, I was a WCW watcher. And Goldberg was one of my favorites, too. But Chris Jericho and Rey Mysterio were my absolute favorites. I, I love the cruiserweight division. My favorites were Jericho and Rey. And now I've seen... Both of them live compete in the ring. Not on the same night, mind you. Chris Jericho is not here at the Royal Rumble. A slight disappointment that I didn't even think about because I was so overjoyed by Ray's appearance. And then we ended up with this great moment with Ray, Randy, and John Cena across the ring, nose to nose. They weren't that close together. From uh, Finn, Roman, and Shinsuke Nakamura. It's like this this previous era versus the new era. And that was really cool. I, I was worried. Oh, no. Oh, no. There is a 33 and one-third chance that Roman Reigns or John Cena win this thing. Now, remember, I had set my expectation for the show 
to Roman Reigns. So no matter what happened, I would have accepted it. Accepted it. It'll be all right. WrestleMania will still be a lot of fun. Luckily, the WWE answered everybody's prayers that Shinsuke Nakamura eliminated Roman Reigns to become the winner of the 2018 Men's Royal Rumble match. It was great. It was great. And they made it clear that the winner of the Royal Rumble could choose what champion they want to fight at WrestleMania. And Nakamura chose AJ Styles. And that is going to be amazing. Assuming AJ is still champion by then. Of course he's going to be still be champion by then. Of course he's going to be. Who is going to beat him? If, if two of the best wrestlers on SmackDown teaming up aren't able to beat him. So who knows? All right. Up next, we had the cooldown match of all cooldown matches. The Bar versus Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan. Um, Jason Jordan got a good smack to the face, face to the ring post, ring post to the face, and was out of the match a lot. Seth Rollins had already been in the Royal Rumble for how long was he in there? He was in there for a really long time, 22 minutes. Seth Rollins was in the Royal Rumble for almost twice as long as their tag team championship match. So maybe not the wisest decision to, to do that. Uh, Sheamus was in there. He got eliminated immediately. And Cesaro was also in there. He got eliminated in five minutes. So they've got already a 15, 17-minute advantage as far as um, how much more rest they have or how much less time they've spent in the ring. Uh, to be fair, Seth wasn't doing stuff that entire 22 minutes. And Cesaro took a mighty impressive fall for his elimination. Like straight up, he is straight straight up he was straight up vertical upside down above the top rope flipped over and to the outside ouch ouch and impressive anyway because of jason jordan's uh non-participation in this match uh the one time he does tag in after being dazed for it seemed like an hour he tagged out immediately, leaving Seth like, what the hell, man? Oh, I'm tired. And uh, the, the, the bar, they become the, they further raise the bar and be the bar, become four-time world tag team champions. I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, these two guys are awesome. Um, okay, then we had the Universal Championship match. I took this as an opportunity to use the restroom because that men's Royal Rumble match was insane. It's starting to get exhausted. Starting to get, starting to get tired. Worn out of voice is starting to go. And I also needed something to drink. So uh, hit hit the bathroom. Hit the concession stand and uh, caught the, like the last half of the match. Uh, looks like the match total time was ten minutes and fifty five seconds. Um, I wasn't that into it. Maybe if I had, had got seen the entire match, I would have been a little bit more invested. Um, and then later on, I saw uh, <laughs> Brock just nailing Braun in the head, real punches. Um, in retaliation for uh, a pretty stiff knee to the head that Braun delivered. Um, that, uh, oh, that, it's a little bit tough to watch. Um, 
actual strikes in these wrestling matches. But, uh, yeah, they did all kinds of hardcore stuff. Uh, tables, all the announced tables caught hands from one of these three guys. And uh, eventually, Brock Lesnar pinned Kane to retain the Universal Championship. So, obviously, there's so much talk about it. Uh, it, w- it would be quite a surprise if it, it isn't what happens. Um, that we're going to have Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm just going to go into that with the same expectation as I did tonight. My expectation is Roman Reigns, and anything more than that is, uh, you know, it's just bonus. Okay, that brings us to the main events, which is awesome that this is the main event. The Women's Royal Rumble match. I did not know this, and I uh, didn't even realize it till afterwards, that Alicia Fox wasn't in this match because she was uh, injured. Okay, so other than that, we got everybody from the main roster that we'd expect. Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks opened the match. Sasha Banks was in there for 54 minutes and 46 seconds. She was finally eliminated by... Two of the surprise entrants, the Bella Twins. Okay, so I I can't remember exactly everything that happened. I'm just going to go through all of the entrants, all the surprise entrants. They were all great. Uh, First, at number five, we had Lita. Everybody went crazy. Then at number nine, Tori Wilson. Everybody went crazy. Number 12, Molly Holly. Everybody went crazy. Number 14, Michelle McCool. Everybody went crazy. Uh, I was hoping for her the most. Um, oh, going back, we had number six, Kyrie Sane. That was super exciting. Unfortunately, she did get eliminated kind of unceremoniously by Dana Brooke. It was Dana Brooke's only elimination. As a, as a, a, a tad bit disappointed there but we saw two insane elbows from Kyrie Sane. that's pretty great um we had vicky guerrero at number 16 that was hilarious it was nice placement right in the middle we had a little kind of a break um she's just yelling at everybody and everybody's just ignoring her and then they end up teaming up to get her out um that was a lot of fun uh, number 19 was Kelly Kelly. Number 21 is Jacqueline. Uh, number 24, Beth Phoenix. And she came right between. It was a Beth Phoenix sandwich with number 23, Ember Moon, coming out before her. And then number 25, Asuka, coming in after her. Uh, so after Asuka, who's number 25, we had Mickey James. And then Nikki Bella, she's back. Last time we saw her was WrestleMania. And then number 28, Brie Bella. She's back. This is the first time that I've seen her in the ring since I started watching at WrestleMania 32 because I didn't watch the pre-show. And that was her last match until now. Number 29 was Bailey, And number 30, Trish Stratus crowd went wild that was pretty pretty awesome we had the bella twins sasha banks and oscar bell twins teamed up to get rid of sasha banks and then they turned their attention to oscar except nikki before eliminating oscar they could have worked together to get her out of there she eliminates her own sister as if that was like a good idea at the time if you're purposely putting yourself in a position to go one-on-one with Asuka, that's your own fault. You put yourself in that position, you signed your own death warrant. And so, Asuka won the very first Women's Royal Rumble match, and I was very happy, the crowd was very happy, we all went wild, 
and then uh, the two champions, what are their names? Charlotte and Alexa. They come into the ring. We're waiting for Asuka to announce who she wants to challenge. But before she can, and then the big graphics on the screen, Ronda Rousey comes out and uh, has a few awkward moments. Uh, it was really awkward in uh, in the arena. I wish she would have said something. That would have helped a lot, but it was all just standing there pointing, offering a handshake. That part was really cool. Asuka slaps her hand away, uh, and then she points again, and she slowly walks over to Stephanie and shakes her hand. Uh, so it leaves a lot to like kind of fill in for yourself at least until we get a follow-up on raw and uh but i think it's gonna be pretty great uh yes kind of unfair that she just walks in here and gets a championship match at wrestlemania against whoever oscar doesn't pick i assume when we just saw 29 other women face off against each other and oscar for that offer that same opportunity but uh yeah maybe it was part of her 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 contract that she would automatically get in there and that's uh that's all stephanie is doing that's why they shared the handshake and are so happy with each other that they put one over on all of us like yeah you guys just uh, fought in there for an hour for this opportunity well, I just found somebody who deserves it without doing any of that. Ha ha ha. So overall, I am super excited to see where things go from here. I had so much fun. And even if I had stayed home and watched on TV, I think I would be uh, close to as satisfied. Not nearly as pumped full of adrenaline and stuff. I had a flight. I had to wake up. My plan was to wake up at 6 a.m. the next morning. I didn't even get back to my hotel room until like 12:45 and I was still like so amped up on everything. Uh Oscar winning, Nakamura winning, AJ Styles still being champion, uh The Bar being the new Raw Tag Team Champions. They're the only new champions this entire weekend. Every championship was defended except for the Intercontinental Championship and the Cruiserweight Championship. Every single one was defended in NXT and WWE, and that's the only title change. Which, when you hear that, think, oh, that must have been kind of boring then. Uh, nope, not at all. Not at all. Best pay-per-view weekend of all time so far. Probably. Probably. The Royal Rumble is always really good anyway. Even the kind of bad ones, like with bad endings or whatever, still have a lot of fun moments because it's, it's like the tons and tons of mini stories, just one after another. It's like watching an episode of Robot Chicken or something. And I feel like this weekend of shows just set a new standard for what's it, – it's possible to have a, an incredibly good – incredibly entertaining incredibly satisfying major events in the wwe and i hope that wrestlemania is as similar to that as possible not the same kind of stuff happening but as far as uh, the general satisfaction that it brings to the most people um i hope that's what we get there so um that that's it. I highly recommend going to uh, at least one of the big pay- the big five now uh, pay-per-views that also have a takeover the previous night. Go to both. Absolutely worth it. Absolutely worth it. Uh, so uh, stay tuned uh, for my thoughts on this coming week of shows. I'll follow up a little bit more as well on the broadcast version of NXT TakeOver and Royal Rumble. Um, if there is anything notable to add anyway, uh, I'm not going to do a whole new minute-by-minute minute rundown of everything. 
but yeah, let me know what you thought about these shows. Let me know what your favorite moments were. Who who are you most excited to see? The biggest surprise for you? Mine definitely was Rey Mysterio. Uh, I I can't even think of anybody else who would have gotten me more excited than that. And is he going to be on 205 Live? Is he going to be the new general manager? Is he going to be the new champion? Is he going to be part of these luchas? Taking over everything. They got to get Sin Cara in on this action. Get the most masked lucha wrestlers in the the ring. Just take over everything. It would be great. Um, so uh, that's it for now. Tweet me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Thanks so much for tuning in, and can't wait to see what happens next. Bye.